Hi there, and welcome to SciCare, the podcast where we talk about science, self-care, and all things wellness. I'm Robin Laird, your host, and as usual, I hope I'm joining you on a walk right now. If not, I hope you get a chance to move outside at some point soon. Today, I want to talk about objective versus subjective information, and how we really need both to reach our full potential in our bodies and in our health. Now, this may sound obvious to some people, but for me, this is an important point to stress because I came from a family of scientists. Both of my parents are molecular biologists, and we grew up talking about DNA at the dinner table. My mom would share her love of RNA binding proteins, my dad, his obsession with epigenetics. My dad also ran our vegetable garden like a laboratory, testing different seed-soil combinations and systematically recording all of this data in spreadsheets. Even comparing chocolate bars from the supermarket was a practice in double-blind random controlled trials to ensure we weren't biased by the wrapper. A little fun family fact is both of my parents had vanity license plates on their cars to match their scientific area of expertise. So we had RNA, BP1, and epigenome sitting in the driveway. Those were our cars. (laughs) None of these details are too important. I share them only to paint a picture of just how awesomely sciencey and nerdy my childhood was. This focus in my family on evidence-based thinking was an incredible educational foundation for me. But the flip side of all of the science was a missing focus on the subjective or our personal human experience in the world. And this is something that has become increasingly important to me as an adult working in health. However important science is, it's just one piece of the human health puzzle. See, science is great at telling us more about objective information, things we can measure and quantify like our blood sugar, our height, or electrical activity in our brain. But science is not so great at telling us about subjective information, our unique perceived experience of the world, which is fleeting and impossible to fully study through the scientific method, at least for now. And in thinking about our health and happiness, subjective information is super duper important. So to describe the study of subjective information, I like to borrow a term traditionally demonized by scientists, and that is spirituality. I'm not sure what your personal relationship to the word spirituality is, but I personally like to define it as the observation of subjective experience. And perhaps I like this definition so much because it allows science and spirituality to peacefully coexist. Coexist as complementary mechanisms for studying ourselves both objectively and subjectively. So in all of these care episodes, when I discuss studies or bring up generalized points about physiology, I also want you to receive this information in the context of your own life experience. Because we are all unique. I don't care how cheesy that sounds, it's just true. (laughs) Our biochemistry is unique, our microbiome is unique, our genome and epigenome are all unique to us. So you are inherently an expert on your own body in a way that no one else is because you're living in it every single day. 
And that's a certain type of wisdom that should not be neglected when we take a science-based approach to health. Rather, it should be leveraged and incorporated. That said, objective information can also allow us to understand our own body signals more intimately. I think everyone should know what it feels like to have low blood sugar, for example, because when you can piece that objective information with that subjective experience, you become that much more powerful in your own body and in your own health. Blood sugar is just one example, but there are so many different biological states that we all inhabit, and understanding how those feel from the inside can help us actually master our own biology. Of course, there's also an emotional aspect to health. Just because we understand the science of what is healthy for our bodies does not mean we will act in accordance to that science. Humans are psychologically complex, and a focus on purely objective information will never, ever get us to the happiest, healthiest versions of ourselves. Scientific information needs to find a space and a purpose in our lives to be fully utilized. So now I vouched for why I think subjective information, and perhaps spirituality as a term for studying that subjective information, is so important in our individual health journey. Now I'm going to take a moment to praise science and the study of objective information. I know a lot of people in the wellness community actually fear science, or at least distrust it. And for many, I think these negative feelings are born out of poor experiences with medical professionals. I too have felt invisible at the doctor's office. I too have been prescribed medication that was ultimately unhealthy for me and my body. I too have felt lost and overwhelmed by my own health issues and felt like there was nowhere to turn. But none of this is the fault of science. One real tangential issue that causes many people to distrust science, especially biomedical science, is that corporate agendas like those of big pharmaceutical companies they can get tied up in how we as a society study health and how we care for people. Human health is sacred and deserves to be treated as such, not merely as a means to make profit. Prevention should always come before treatment and scientists should remain objective when studying health, of course. But these issues are not inherent to science itself. So yes, science and academia have their flaws, as do all things, Still, the scientific method is the most effective system we have at gathering objective information, and most academics dedicate their careers to this discovery process and do so in a way that strives to eliminate bias. So science is really a system of gathering information. You can think of the biological sciences as a slow-moving cargo ship towards truth. We will never actually reach truth but with every disproven hypothesis and every theory we decide to adopt, we direct our cargo ship ever so slightly to the left or to the right, and the more information we amass, the more refined our trajectory towards truth becomes. And this is not a sexy process. It's quite slow, and often we uncover something that disproves what we thought to be true in the past. That's science, and it doesn't mean that we are not making progress. Because of science and the progress we've made, we have the highest standard of medical care in human history, 
and the longest expected lifespan. Science can serve you, it can serve me, and we'll all need it to face the challenges of this coming decade. I'm personally very grateful for what we've been able to learn about the human body thus far through science, and there's still so much more to discover. So the bigger point I want to make in this episode is that objective and subjective information can coexist and actually should coexist. Together, they deepen our understanding of our own health. So if you are a huge science nerd, I invite you not to shy away from the subjective, perhaps more emotional, ephemeral (laughs) parts of health. And if you are a spiritual being, I invite you not to shy away from the science and the maybe colder feeling information that is extremely valuable to our understanding of our bodies. So that's my more philosophical point for today. I am so excited to be sharing more objective and subjective information here on PsyCare. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at science.of.selfcare. And as always, stay positive, stay healthy. Until next time, friends.